Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm with Georgia Carter. Thank you so much for joining us. We just did a workout at PLC Kuma. How was it? It was tough. Yeah. So well. much cardio. What was it like, honestly, from uh, from a different? Because you're at, you're at another PLC in Brazil. What um, what's was it like? Still similar vibes, like similar culture, different? Or what was it like? Uh, yeah, so it was like really, really friendly, like a bit more social than what I'm used to. Like I feel like everyone just sticks around longer and everyone sort of gets along with everyone, which is great. And you filmed some TikToks with us. So yeah. Can't wait to Smashed see that. Smashed it. Smashed the workouts. <laughs> so um, guys, what I would actually encourage you to do, because um, I like putting sort of faces to names. So go check out George's um, Instagram. It's in the caption. It'll be in the caption of this podcast. It's Georgia... Carter33. That's it. Um, on Instagram. Go check it out because um, visually seeing um, her look and her Instagram will make a lot of sense for what we're about to talk about. But we're going to be talking about like... Uh, body confidence, empowering yourself, dealing with uh, social media, the expectations that are put upon people, especially females. I would say it's worse than guys, just um, straight up, I believe it is anyways, um, in my opinion. So yeah, we're going to speak, speak about all that good stuff. So get into it. No, nah, I'm So <laughs> now tell me about your journey because I found, I don't know whether this is you or not, but I find a lot of people, they have their own journey of self-love, self-development and really empowering their, mm-hmm. them, themselves. Have you always been this confident person no. who like, like if you look at Georgia on her social media, again, go look at her social media, look at you on social media and be like, oh my God, that girl must be so confident. She loves herself. Like, but I, me, I've said this before in podcasts, I, I'm a little bit insecure in my body. I struggled to take my shirt off until recent. Until so recently. I, until recently, now I've got it out. But like, if you look at my Instagram for probably the last sort of three years, I never really got my shirt off too much. Um, but yeah, how, have you always been like that? No, definitely not. I am like when I was in high school, I was like, I kind of went through like an awkward phase from when I was younger until I was about 18. I had no self-esteem at all. I was very dependent on male attention to feel good about myself. Cool. Like, which I still think is plays a little bit of a factor today. It's something I'm working on, but no, I started getting into like going to the gym when I was about 18, 19. Cause I was like, I don't want to look like this anymore. I want to, feel good about myself. Like after schoolies, I put on a bit of weight. So I was just not in a good state of mind mentally and physically. If I, I will continue this, this line, but you said you, you were feeling bad. So you wanted to go to the gym. Yeah. What made you do that? Cause I find, or have you seen people? Well, my mum, like my mum's really, really fit. Like yeah. she used to compete. She used to do body sculpting and stuff. And so she used to always try to make me go in high school and I would just refuse every single time. Yeah. So there was a gym, like a two minute walk from my house where we moved to. So she was like, let's just go and try it out. And I did. And I'm a bit vain, so I was like, okay, I want to look good. So yeah. that that was what made me keep going back, and then I just started. How was your first experience at the gym? Oh, I died. Yeah. I was sore for like a week. Good stuff. Were you nervous though? Like even yeah. some people, like even to get the get themselves to a gym, like can be was, so confronting. I was more so nervous about like stuffing up using the equipment. Like okay. that's what I had anxiety about. So I started off doing PT, yeah. and I had a really good trainer. He was really friendly. And then the gym that I was at had like a ladies only room. So when I was first starting, when I wasn't really good at anything, I would just go in there and then have a bit of privacy. This isn't going to be the main topic of the podcast, but if you could just even a couple of small tips for Mm -hmm. like a girl who's a little bit insecure, a little bit, like you said, anxiety, shy, struggling to get started. How would you just a couple of tips to get them just to get started to a gym? Like we said, get a PT, women's only. Is that a couple of things that you do? I think... Like when you're first starting, if you're feeling really insecure and you're not confident in front of other people, like you are nervous about other people's judgments and you're always going to be thinking that they're judging you, but you just have to kind of remember that everyone's feeling that way. So no one's going to be judging you because they're too busy worrying about themselves thinking everyone's judging them. No one's paying attention to you. So that's like one thing you have to kind of just keep telling yourself. I think a women's only gym is important when you're starting, if you're really insecure, because I feel like it 
it's a bit of more of a safe environment. Like you're not next to all the guys who lift super heavy, so you're not feeling yeah. intimidated. Yeah. And a PT was really helpful for me because it just kind of forced me to go, like kept me accountable. And then it got me out of my comfort zone. And if you have friends that you can bring along, like go as a group, like take three friends with you and then you feel like you're in a safe space. Well done. I love that. Uh, something you just mentioned, judgment. Something that I always write on about when it comes to judgment is people only judge someone else based off their own insecurities. Exactly. So um, I guess one way I've, I've learned to get over it because I'm in the same boat as well is that I, instead of like getting angry or feeling bad about someone else judging you, I actually feel sorry for them. Yeah, me I'm too. just like that, that poor person. It comes from so. a bad place in, in their life. Like they're only taking it out on you because they feel shit about themselves or they see something in you that they want. They, so yeah. they're going to target you to make you like to bring you down. It's like the tall poppy syndrome yeah. that we talk about here. Like you people, some people can't stand to see other people succeed. Mm, okay. Tell me about, um, so sorry, you are, we're going through that journey. So to continue it. So you started getting yeah. to the gym with mum. you started a yeah. woman's only got a PT. Um, and when, so, when were, I know there would be a lot of like, it would it take years for you. Was it? A, yeah. yeah cool. Like I, I wasn't really consistent. Like I was doing it cause I was still doing uni full time. So my uni was like five days a week, like 8am to 7pm at night rehearsals, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I didn't really consistently do it. And I was big on drinking when I was 18 and 19. As so I went out a lot. Lifestyle. That's all right. And then I, like, before I turned 20, like, I just lost a lot of weight all of a sudden. Like, yeah. it just kind of came off really quickly. And then I did my first photo shoot with that. Okay. So that was when that sort of, that Could was around that time. Could you a time on that? From, like, the day you went to the gym, first session, to so doing was, a photo shoot. Because that, that's, like, a bit, for most people, that's a big journey. Yeah, 2016 was when I first started going to the gym. And yeah. then the first photo shoot I did was in um, 2017, end of 2017. Cool. Okay, December. so year, year and a half? Yeah. Cool. Just what were the big moments for you along that year and a half journey to – like help you with confidence were there things that you did or things you listened to or conversations that you had like what got you like to go from my friends no what? training to doing a photo shoot well my friends were a really big part of it because I got off like I had bought swimwear from the brand and then she had reached out to me being like I really want to have you to do my shoot for the new campaign because like I really want to have a bit more body diversity yeah and I didn't want to do it and so I messaged like I sent a screenshot to all my friends and yeah. they were like if you don't do this we're gonna like fucking slap you okay. and like cool. you like you but have to take it yeah okay. cool. you have to take advantage of the opportunity did you have would you say then that you've got a you had a good circle influence around you yeah then? I have a great cool. group of friends cool so maybe like my support. friends are my rock nice how did you, how, how did they come to, have they been around forever? So or? I'm still best friends with my, so I moved to um, a school in Brisbane in grade 10. So my best friend from high school is still my best friend. Yeah. And then I've still got a couple of friends from school and I kind of like merged them in with my uni friends. Yeah. So I got like created one big group and now my uni friends are friends with them, but we're just all really close. Like I would take a bullet for them. Like I love them. So yeah. I have a really great support system. How do you go in the, um, sorry if this gets a little bit annoying, but I like to go <laughs> real practical with things. Yeah. So say you're someone without a support system, mm-hmm. you go to the gym, you force yourself to go to it. You start off with a session. You want to sort of get in out there, put yourself out yeah. there, even posting photos on social mm-hmm. media. Cause some people are too scared to do that. And you haven't got a good support system. Cause I agree. That's one of the most yeah. important, crucial things you need. How would you go about finding one? Well, I actually think, like talking to a psychologist or therapy is really important. If you don't have a good support system, I feel like it's important that you have someone that you can talk to about your issues in life. Cool. And I feel like it's really beneficial for a lot of people because they just kind of keep everything bottled up. Yeah. And that way you've got like a non-biased outlook and a perspective 
that can sort of just help you get through things. Love it. Yeah. That's really cool. Beautiful. Okay, let's talk about uh, then the... So, fast forward, so you're doing photo shoots now? Yeah, so that was my first yeah. shoot and I didn't do one for another year after that because... Yeah. Why not? Well, I put weight... I got into a relationship. I put weight on again and then I just was focused. It was my last year of uni. Yeah. So, like, I did an opera degree at yeah. the conservatory. Yeah, so you're that a was, too. Yeah. So, this girl is, uh, is not just a pretty face. She's got quite, <laughs> quite the talent as well. So, um, third year was really tough because I got one of the leads in the opera. So, it was just, like, rehearsals nonstop. Yeah. Then, as soon as that finished, it was, like, drinking again, like, partying. And then I realized that I just did not want to do that degree anymore. So, it was just finishing it, getting a good mark and graduating and then it was around October that I did my first shoot again which was actually an implied nude shoot that I did with one of my friends Alex from when was this date October last year so a year ago is when I first really started so that is so 16 to 18 Mm -hmm. so two years I just think that's amazing you went from Never going to the gym, anxiety, scared, shy person to doing like a nude shoot, a nude yeah. shoot in two years. Oh, that's amazing. That's in- so credit was, um, to you. It was like, I was so nervous, like before the shoot because he had a cancellation that day I had slept in and I hadn't even had makeup on. He's like, just don't wear makeup. Like you don't need it. Just come do the shoot. And so I pushed myself and I did it again. Talked to my mom, talked to my friends and they're like, do it. And it was honestly one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I'll shout them out Nocturne Images on Instagram. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. I just felt so safe and comfortable. And looking back at the shots, it was like such a, oh my God, like I've come so far. I've, uh, I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. I find a lot of people naturally just through society and how a condition is always to look for what's wrong. It's yeah. like most girls, they look in the mirror, they're not looking for what they love about themselves. They're looking yeah. about for what's wrong. Were you that person? Yeah, I still am a little bit, but I actually started doing something recently. So I still have my own insecurities, things that I don't like. Like I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh my God, like there's cellulite there. I hate that. But then I just remember that literally like 90% of women have it and it's yeah. something to, that we should normalize. But what I started doing recently because sometimes when I get into an insecure mood, I dwell on the negativities and get yep. really emotional. It's hard to pull myself out. So I basically have this jar and I basically wrote little things for me to read. So everything that I like about myself are things that I love about myself and they're all in the jar. So when Give I'm in some a, examples. Um, well, things about my personality. I like that I'm really caring. I like my eyes, I like my hair. Like that's just like little things. But they're all in the jar, and if I'm feeling really shit about myself focusing on the negatives, then I'll just read them and remember all the good things that there are. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Really cool tip. I encourage you guys to do that. So going from that, um, no one's perfect. Like, like you said, you still have moments, as do I. Like Some people message me, are you always positive? Fuck no, I have moments no. where... And um, like, yeah, fuck, my mates, people that I work with quite closely know this. When I get into a bit of a mood, I like to sort of separate myself from everyone, go into my little man cave and sort my shit out then I come back into it but you just said you still got your insecurities but go back for when you're really bad using other examples of saying focus on what's wrong to yeah. now focus on like like again like you said you did a shoot that oh my god they look great mm. like it's hard for a lot of girls to do that yeah. so how did you get to that point it was a lot of work like I have I don't want to be like but I've got like daddy issues so I was like I have to like keep that in check so I was always being like I need to like have the approval of guys to like feel good about myself that sort of stuff so I just had to learn to feel good about myself for myself yep so it was just like my mum are you mom, okay going down that path that, oh, that yeah. issue yeah fine you okay with it yeah okay because uh, you mentioned before I didn't I was maybe thinking not to go down there but you mentioned it's that fine that. I'm an open book okay fair enough that's good um, I'll go back to what you were just talking about then um, I'll finish that off sorry so you're working on self how did you go from 
like finding what's wrong to now finding what's right just give us the well again my support systems my friends my my mom especially my mom and I are really close yeah and my mom basically said she's like you're here focusing on all these negative things whereas like if so you she, she made you aware of it yeah cool um because I went through a bit of depression yeah. like in like when I was in grade 12 and a little bit last year as well yeah. and so she helps me like she helped me with that get out of it but she's she basically just like gave me tough love and cool. was like stop being a fucking idiot like when you walk down the street people stop Kick and stare like That's no true. one's gonna be staring at your cellulite when like they're looking like they're looking at your face like no yeah. one's gonna be judging you for that yeah. and she basically said something that's always stuck with me it's like no like i know it shouldn't be about men but she's like if you're like about to have sex with someone in bed like getting naked like no guy's gonna turn you away because you've got a bit of cellulite like no guy's gonna turn you down they're like oh no i can't you got cellulite bye like get out yeah. no one's gonna do that I like, like it's so mom. insignificant like it's so stupid to think yeah. about something i love about tony robbins or one of his quotes that he uses is um there's always um, everyone focuses on what's wrong, but there's always what's right as well. Yeah. It's like we could um, like talking about depression. Like you, if we were to sit down right now, turn the lights off. Hopefully, not get too creepy. Not with me around. <laughs> um, but turn the lights off, head down, and just think about all the fucked up shit going on in our life. Yeah, we're gonna feel like shit. But we could also focus on what's great about. Our yeah, life. exactly. Like I know when I get into a shit mood, I tend I do focus on the negatives, but then I have to like actively make that choice. Like no, like get your shit together, and then I. I'm like, I'm not going to feel like this anymore. I actually make that, that choice. Because that sounds, that, what you said sounds great. Yeah, it's but hard, for, it's for, hard for to do. For the average, insecure, shy, anxious yeah. girl right now, how would you do that? Well, how would you get out of that shitty mood where you're just focused on Don't listen to wrong? sad music. Okay, cool. So turn so off the I would, music. So don't keep listening to the sad music because that's what's, what I what's, do. What's, 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 who's, who does sad music? Taylor Swift? Is that someone bitching it? No? no, actually, when I listen to Taylor Swift, I feel great. Okay. So not her, like Little Mix like pentatonics like all their covers how, how, how they just talk about like breakups and stuff just going? like oh like Celine Dion's all by myself it's like a good one of mine <laughs> and then I'm always there like you know, you know yeah, yeah, yeah like looking out the car window pretending I'm in a music video I do that <laughs> shit too I thought I was the only one that does that no too. no I do that all the time I, I on the train like, on the way to uni I used playing to be like, like Nick, me playing Nickelback, playing Nickelback I love Nickelback everyone you're staring out the window like you're in a sad like yeah. movie fuck I, was, I thought I was the only everyone one everyone shoots on Nickelback <laughs> but I think they're great everyone like I was playing it before I love Nickelback um, but yeah, okay. don't listen to sad music because it's just going to make you feel worse about yourself. Yep. Don't stay in bed. So move. Like get up and actually like go do something. Like go hang out with friends, go to the beach, go do a workout or something. Like just because if you stay in bed, you're just going to feel shit and you're going to feel physically shit as well. 100%. So for me, if I feel phys- like if I don't feel physically great, I'm going to feel mentally bad as well. Yeah, for sure. So like go for a walk, that sort of thing. Don't eat shit food. I'm an emotional eater too. And I know that's a lot harder. Yeah. But like don't order the pizza like you're just gonna, <laughs> get off Uber Eats you're just, I know you're just gonna feel worse like just get up and do something listen to like some podcasts like I've only just started getting into podcasts I never used to listen to them cool nice. but listen to like music that empowers you you know like Lizzo Beyonce like that sort of stuff Queen B I love Queen B basically listen to something that's gonna make you feel like you're worth something cool so if we'll just write those in three steps again trying to make this practical so um, number one was not stay in bed that's a big thing yeah. I believe in and I believe in changing your state I've done multiple podcasts on this but if you're if you're like the example depressed start sitting, sitting down head yeah. down you're gonna feel pretty shit just yeah. doing that but if you're out like we just trained yeah. like we weren't depressed when we were training <laughs> we weren't I was dying no we just dying he was just dying um, so you said get up and move so yeah. get up move your body you said stop listening to L- like don't listen to sad listen, like listen to music that 
inspires you, makes you feel cool. good about yourself. And then my, my, my way of wording that would be focus on other things. So yeah. Because I listen to that, like sad music will make you focus yeah. on sad things. Listen to positive music. Will make you yeah. focus on- For me, I'm so easily like music is my life. So it's like a huge part. So yeah. music always will be something that I'm drawn to, like to make yeah. me feel better to feel for us. So that's for me personally, but like do something. And a question I want to know, what were you saying to yourself when you were feeling shit? To then when you're feeling better, what were you like so, consciously or, like out loud or in, internally? What were you saying I, to yourself? I used to keep a diary actually, not anymore. I threw it away because it's just all negative, yeah, cool. awful stuff. But I basically used to tell myself that I was worthless, I was ugly, I wasn't worthy of being loved. Like yeah. I'm just gonna be used. For I'm more. sure you're the only one that's ever said yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I was like, the daddy issues coming back. I basically was like, I'm just gonna be used for like, and then thrown away. Yeah, just that sort of shit. Yeah, like just hated myself. And then what did you change it to instead when you were feeling better? I change it to, I have like all these great friends around me who love me. My family loves me. I'm like empathetic of other people. Like even though some people might take advantage of me because I wear like my emotions on my sleeve, that's their loss, not mine. Like it's a great quality to have to be caring. And then I would tell myself again, things that I like about myself, like my hair, my eyes. So like I used to get really insecure about my teeth because I've got um, a bit of an overbite. So I'd be like, I used to like, talk shit about that so now i'm just like no like my smile makes me who i am like it's unique no one looks like you so you can't change it so just embrace it love that so move get out of bed Mm -hmm. stop feeling sorry for yourself play some really cool music make you positive and say some positive shit about yourself and also just talk to people talk to people because i know it's like when someone is feeling depressed you feel like you're going to be a burden but your friends and your family they want to help you through it so there's a quote i put up on instagram so to cut you off um it was um i would rather I, I would, um, we, oh, I, can't, I can't say word for word, but we'd rather hear, speak to you for 30 minutes about your problems exactly. at, rather than speak for 30 minutes at your funeral. Exactly. Like, like literally. That, that like hit me hard. I don't, I don't, like if any of my friends from that mood, I don't care what I was going through. I would like give them the time that they needed to yeah. get through that because I want them to, like you'd want them to feel good. So your yeah. friends are going to be the same way. Your family's going to be the same. Like no one wants to see you suffering. Cool. So don't feel like you're a burden. You can talk to people. Fucking love that. This is good shit. I'm loving this. You were a bit nervous through this podcast yeah. too. You, you crushed it. A bit shy. Well, well done. Um, okay, let's talk. No, like I can get my boobs out for photo shoots. Yeah, like, that's so what I'm like. like you do nude photo shoots, and we're sitting here fully clothed with a fucking mic. Come on, it can't be that bad. <laughs> uh, must be that awkward. Um, okay, let's go to social media then, because you do have a really good social media following. Well done. Yeah. I think about sixty-two thousand ish yeah. around about that about, at, at this time, and you've been deleted before, haven't you? I have had my account disabled 33 times because wow. of people reporting me, even though none of my content violated anything. It's yeah. just, again. I can't say exactly because I will never know, yep. but it's just, you know, out of jealousy, insecurity, that sort of thing. People just bulk reporting me because yep. Yep. that sort of stuff. But I haven't, been, I haven't been disabled in three months now, so fingers crossed. Well done. Well done. That's really cool. Yeah. Like, what would you be at if you never got disabled? Like 300K yeah. easily. The, yeah. At the rate I was growing before I got disabled the first time. Like yeah. I was growing 10K a week. Damn. Fuck. Sucked in. <laughs> Sucked in. Um, that's okay. okay. It's not about the followers. That's right. That's right. It's Absolutely. It's, it's about the content. It's about the uh, substance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. Um, okay. Tell us about um, how does social media play a part in uh, this level of insecurity? Because I, I, well, in my opinion, areas and from what I can see from clients, from, from just talking and seeing things on mm-hmm. uh, around the world, like anxiety, depression, uh, self-love, like everything's getting worse. Yeah. How do you think social media I... plays a part? I think social media can be good and can be bad. It depends on how you use it and yeah. depends on what your mental state is. Yeah. So personally for me, I don't think anyone under 16 should have social media okay. because I think you need to let your brains develop and actually like be a kid before you are, you know, just involved in all of this mess on there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's good. But I think like I have a lot of positive stuff out of social media. I've met so many amazing people, like especially through like the modeling and photography world, fitness. Like the way I found PLC was through social media. I did a yeah. shoot with Lauren for the No Bra Club, yeah, and she sure. recommended uh, PLC for me. So that's how I am here now. It's a lot of time, Lauren. I mean, what's the last time? I don't know how to pronounce no, it. No, I shouldn't. It starts, it starts with M. Sucked in like Lauren. Sorry, and Lauren. Yeah, she's the vegan one. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's amazing. She's yeah. so fit. I can't. I, I know it starts with M. I just can't pronounce it. But um, um. like. The pos- like I think there are amazing positives if you use, use it in the right way. Like I have so many women on there that like I've met. Like even like meeting Amber today. Like yeah. I was following her on Instagram before I met her here today. Yeah. Like she's beautiful. Yeah, her. she's great. Amber watches, listens to these. I just oh say. yeah, Amber, you're amazing. <laughs> Shout out. She, Sammy as well. Like, Sammy, cat, crazy cat lady. Yeah, she's, uh, she's, oh, you're a crazy cat lady. Yeah. So if I grow up to talk about that later. Um, <laughs> a question I've got, you just said, said something. You said social media, it's not necessarily, it's just how you use it. Exactly. And I agree. Gra- Gary Vee says this, this is his quote, and again, not word for word, but it's along the lines of social media doesn't breed insecurities. Um, parents do, and social media makes it worse. Does that make sense? So like, yeah. like if you've got an insecure kid, it, they're not insecure because they've got Instagram. The parents have instilled that into them and then yeah. that Instagram emphasizes it. Cause like, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty confident dude. Like I don't look, I don't jump. Cause I, if I wanted to, I could jump on and stare at guys, better looking, fitter, yeah. that look way better than me. That doesn't make me insecure. That means fuck yeah, I need to. You need, it, you're it, inspired by it. I'm inspired by it. But that comes from what I believe my, my dad and my mum, how they brought me up yeah. versus people that instill their ways of thinking into their kids. Do you believe it? Do you, yeah, do you agree think, with that? I think so. Um, I think like as well, like uh, the girls with the daddy issues, that sort of thing. But I think just in the society we're in, it's very competitive and like the social media, like they're always pitting women against each other, like against each other. So like, like rather than supporting each other, we're trying to tear each other down because it's a competition when it's not like everyone's different. Everyone's doing their own thing. Just support them. So that's why I like, I have a lot of positives because I've met so many amazing women on there. And I talk to so many amazing women, like one of the girls, Maddie Neville, like I'll get oh, her to listen to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never actually met her before, but like I comment on every post of her. She comments on every post of mine. Like we're gonna shoot together at one point. Like it's gonna happen. I'm Make obsessed with her. Good stuff. But like that's like we just lift each other up, and like so many women on there as well that I've never met, but they just inspire me. So I I follow people who inspire me and who I look up to and who I'm like, yes, I support that. Yeah. If someone, if you follow someone and it just makes you feel shit looking at their posts, just unfollow them. Like don't have that in your life I unfollow people sorry to be creepy about me but like I unfollow people it fucking distracts me <laughs> like, yeah. I, I jump on and just see like these beautiful women I'm like fuck I gotta unfollow that <laughs> it gets too distracting <laughs> that's just me being a weirdo being a creep I would love to talk about you've already said it twice or three times without me even going there but <laughs> do you mind talking about the daddy issues yeah. what do you mean by that and I'll um, ask you some questions at the back end of it but I believe a lot of stuff from girls and guys as well. Like I've got team members that you've met who we, we have open chats about yeah. this stuff. I'm pretty transparent as you've probably figured that out and so are you. Um, but yeah, like for a lot of your challenges, the way you act, the way you speak, the way you believe things, a lot of it does come back to parent issues, whether yeah. it be mummy or daddy issues. Tell me about yours. Uh, so my mum had me when she was 18. Yeah, young her high school. <laughs> her high school boyfriend... So they were never really like together. Yeah. And my dad has been in and out of jail my whole life. He's in jail right now. Theft, like drugs, that sort of stuff. Um, And like, it took me a while to realize what he was like. I haven't spoken to him in two years because like, he's my dad. I loved, like, I still love him, but it took me a while to figure it out, but he was really abusive. Yep. Like 
domestic violence, like to every single girlfriend he had. I think I'm the only woman he hasn't hit. Including your mom? Yeah, including yeah. my mom. Yeah. My mom won't even talk about the things he did to her. Yeah. But I don't like I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to like throw him under the bus. Oh yeah, but, but, yeah. Obviously, keep this. But so basically, with him being like in and out of my life all the time, I grew up with a really strong female influence in my life. So yeah. like my aunties and my mom's side of the family, like we're so close, and I'm so grateful for that. But because of that strong female influence and not much of the dad influence, I found myself always craving male attention, cool. okay. always needing reassurance and like affection and that sort of stuff from men in particular. And it's affected me a lot, especially through high school still affects me now. Like I still definitely like need way more male attention than the average person does. Yep. But like, I'm very conscious of it and know how to work around it. But I mean, I have a great stepdad and he came into my life when I was 11. So he did a really good job of like filling that void. And he's done an, like, an amazing job That's and good. I'm very close with him. But at the same time, like it still doesn't, erase the damage that my dad did to me. Yeah. Like I've got a quote, I keep quoting Tony Robbins here, yeah. but he always, um, have you seen his movie? Mm. Please any listener. And I said this on all my posts, go watch his movie. We're going to, I'm going to get you to watch it tonight. Okay. okay? Yeah. I'm going to force you to watch all it right. tonight. Uh, Tony Robbins, I am not your guru. Okay. And he, there's a quote he says in it and I'll pull it up for you. It says, um, rejection breeds obsession mm -hmm. and he talks about there's a girl that stands up and you'll know what I'm talking about this girl stands up she's 19 years old um, and she's um, she's like they're talking about like what does life mean to you to be loved etc and um, and they said tell me about your dad and she's like um, what did you have to be for your dad that's the question he always says well the question they ask her sorry is who did you crave love of more mum or dad and she said dad and yeah. he's like obviously uh, clearly or something um, and he's like what did you need to be for your dad and the, uh, oh, the sorry tears, yeah. tears, that's okay um, and um, and she's like oblivious and he's like mm -hmm. to what he's like drug abuse and he did it and anyways she got into tears she started crying um, and then he said that thing about rejection breeds obsession he played the role he was meant to play yeah. if your dad wasn't the dad he was you wouldn't be half the woman you are today and then I started crying. I was like, holy fuck, this yeah, is deep. You that know? is really deep. Like, I think I agree with that a lot because yeah. all the struggles I went through with my dad, it's forced, as much as it sucks and it's affected me negatively in a lot of ways, it's forced me to be, like, really tough. Like, I yeah. won't put up with shit from men. Like, yeah. I know I will never be in an abusive relationship because I can see the signs. Yeah. Like, that sort of stuff. Like, it'll never happen to me. And, like, it made me grow up fast. Yeah. But my mom and I are so close as well because of it. Yeah. Um... Like, she's my rock, so. Yeah. He said, um, fuck, I can't wait for you to watch this movie. <laughs> Everyone, please watch it. If you, like, cut, honestly, cut the podcast. Actually, no, finish the podcast, <laughs> then go watch the movie. But, yeah, there's so many, like, I'm going to his event um, yeah. next year, Date With Destiny, and that's what the one here at the coast. Yeah, on the coast. I can't wait. Anyone who wants to join me, it's about 10 grand. Join me. Yeah, it's honestly best investment of your life. Um, and he, he literally does it on repeat. Who wants to kill themselves? Put your hand up. And he does a full intervention in person. It's fucking powerful. Um, but he, a lot, around the same time of that movie, he says, um, um, the biggest, um, the thing you guys don't want is what you need. You need problems. Problems is what drives you. Problems give you growth. Problems make you become more. If you had no problems, you wouldn't be the person you are today. Yeah. So if you think of, if for you and me and anyone listening to this, go through all the fucking hardest shit you went through, your daddy mm -hmm. issues, your mummy issues, your relationship issues, your financial issues, 
your any fucking issue in your life created who you are today. Yeah, exactly. If you used it in an empowering way, if you're a victim and yeah. you're like, you hold on to that story that like I use Oprah Winfrey. Do you know her story? You yeah. probably would know who you are. Like she was raped. She was in and out yeah. of um, um, foster care. Her her mum had her when she was 14. She gave birth to a stillborn child at 14. Like she was black, fat in, in America at that time. That was hard. She got yeah. fired for being like she went through fucking everything and look at her now. I know. You can't let your fail, you, like you can't let your experiences like derail your opportunities. Yeah. Like all the shit that's happened to me with that sort of stuff, I wouldn't change any of it as much as it sucks and it's hard and like I go through times like right now where it makes me really emotional. I wouldn't change it because it's shaped me into the person I am. Yeah. Yeah, fine. I can't wait for you to watch that movie. <laughs> like I'm excited. Okay, what would you suggest to um, to other girls? Because um, girls and guys would relate to this. Um, how would you, for, in your own words, how would you, I guess, use those those experiences or that, that the issue with dad or mum or even nice stepdad, whatever yeah. that figure is for them? How would they use that as fuel rather than a, a story to restrict them? Don't try and forget it. Don't try and like, you know, brush under the rug that it didn't happen. You need to like accept that it's a part of your life and it's a big part of your life. And you need to just embrace it. It doesn't make you... Like, people will say you're damaged because of it. It doesn't make you any less of a person. It just means you've got an interesting past and you have a lot to learn from. So you need to just not, like, forget about it and use that. Just be confident in it, own it. Like, this happened to me. Would you suggest, anyways, if it's if it's possible for, for that person to connect with that person again? Like, like would you suggest that? Like, say, if it's healthy, if, it, if it's a situation where you were worried about your safety then don't yeah for me personally i i haven't spoken to my dad in two years but yeah. i like i think about him all the time and i want to reach out to him just yeah. to kind of ex- like to explain why i cut it cut it off like yeah. just for closure for me as well yeah. but also yeah, because closure, i'm closure is what I'm, because I'm so empathetic as well i'm like yeah. i don't want him to him to be like suffering yeah. wondering why yeah but i do think it is important for closure cool if you have the opportunity and if it's safe yeah that's good it's a good ship we've been going for half an hour (laughs) it flies okay um is there anything I've got like one or two more questions but Mm -hmm. is there anything that you'd like to I guess talk about for yourself that you're really passionate about that you think could help help girls who struggle with a bit of anxiety struggle with body confidence struggle with putting themselves out there because that could even it could even tie into going out and meeting boys because that's so insecure is there any like tips or any stories that you want to share about yourself that's really helped you I I just sort of want to let you yeah. Have, have the freedom a little bit. Again, it kind of comes down to who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with women who tear you down and don't lift you up, you're never going to feel good about yourself. You're never going to have the confidence to go out and talk to someone because they're just going to keep putting you down. You need to be around people who like psych you up. Like when I go out with my friends and I see a cute guy, like now I'm confident enough to go up to them. But like if so my friend sees a cute guy. Respect that. I'm still not there. I honestly can't do that. Just give me like, just give me a shot of tequila and I'm good. Yeah, like I'm just saying, like, yeah, give, give me a couple of drinks, I'll do it. Like I like to, the, I like to do the shy act. Yeah. I like to do like the side, the, the yeah, side the, glances, the, the, like the, the, the their sex attention. eyes. <laughs> yeah. like, give me the sex eyes. I'm honestly because people, I'm just trying to be transparent. I, some people look at me all the time and say you're confident. I'm like man, put me in a bar sober, and there's a really attractive girl that I want to talk to. I've got to like psych the fuck out of me <laughs> to go do it. Like no, it's like a battle in your head. It's yeah, like, like you can do this. Like the way I overcome it, anyways, it's like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? She's exactly. not gonna pull out a gun and shoot me on the spot. She's gonna say, hey, look, I'm taken, or hey, look, I'm not into you. Leave me alone. That's it. And you're it can be like up. a little blow, but it's yeah. like get over it. There's so many other people out there. Yeah. Not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. That's something else. Like. Like I'm such a people pleaser, so this is something that I have to really work on myself because I want to be the best. I, I used to go through a phase where I would be like, if I'm not the best looking in the room, if I'm not the best, I'm just average. I'm not worth anything. So that's something I have to really 
work on not everyone is going to like you not everyone's going to vibe with you and you just have to accept that because you can't please everyone so just work on the people who actually you want to be around how do you do that practically I, I, my post, I put up a post literally to the, what's the date today? The date is the 7th of October. I put up a photo of me splitting my pants when I was in Hawaii. Yeah. And, I, and the captain was like, me just being an idiot or something like that. And I, I spoke about like, I, I like to think I stay true to who I am. I don't really put on a bit of a ego and a persona. I like to tr- stay as transparent as I can because I know I'm not going to please everyone. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've learned to accept that. But early days, like my early days of making videos, shit in my pants about what people are going to say about me. Yeah. How did you overcome that? that? I haven't overcome it yet. It's still something I'm working on. I still am very much a people pleaser. I still want to, like, I want everyone to like me. So that's why when I do get a bit of negativity, I do dwell on it. How do you get through it? Well, like I said, the jar created all the things I like about myself, surround myself with good people. But also it's just tough. You've got to be tough with yourself. You've got to be tough. Like tough love is everything to me. Like I am very blunt I will say it how it is. I don't like sugarcoating things. Yeah. So basically I would just be like, stop being a fucking idiot. Like not everyone's going to like you. Something that that's helped me anyways is to learn to block out all the noise, including mm. the positive remarks yeah. and the negative. Because if you're someone who like, this comes back to entitlement or a version of it living in, in 2019, like you get the sort of ribbons for eighth place or something yeah. like that. Like everyone has to win. Everyone has to be, yeah. win, everyone has to be nice. Everyone has to get along. In reality, that's not how it fucking works. Like in the business yeah. world, if you don't win, you fucking go bankrupt and you can't pay your bills. You, yeah. You're living on the street. So for me, I've, I've learned to say thank you for the compliments and say, mm-hmm. I appreciate it, but I don't pay too much attention to it because then that doesn't affect me. Then the negative doesn't either. But yeah. if you become addictive to you're amazing, you're so yeah. strong, you're so sexy. And again, obviously learn to Which appreciate it, um, but learn to like, I don't even like listen to it. That's why you've, you've given me some compliments. I kind of like brush it off a little bit. <laughs> no, you just can't take a compliment. I, I, I can't take it. But um, there's a part of me that says, obviously, thank you so much. Appreciate it. But like, I'm not, I'm not really, I don't care whether you give it to me or not yeah. because I'm not concerned about other people's opinions, whether you like me or not. I don't really care. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to help people. I'm going to make a podcast. I'm going to make some videos. I'm going to do my thing. And if you like it, thank yeah, you. You're doing it for you. For me. I'm doing it for me. Is that, is that, I guess a bit of an angle yeah. that you take or how I do think you do so. That? Especially with like my modeling and stuff. Not everyone understands the fact that I like being naked. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't do a lot of nude modeling anymore, but I do some that I find like to be really empowering for myself. Like it's really beautiful. What makes it empowering? Because it's something that I never thought I could do. It's something I, like, back when I was in Secure in High School, I never thought that I would get nude in front of a camera. What does empowerment mean to you? It means feeling good about myself, and it means wanting to inspire other people with it. Okay. So, like, the photo shoots give you that empowerment so you can help others? Yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of my, like, I don't Photoshop, I don't edit out, like, I make sure my photographers don't edit out anything. I want my cellulite to be visible in my photos because I want people to realize that Stuff like that is normal. And like with social media, everything is fake. Everything's photoshopped. Everything's airbrushed. And it's just creating all these unrealistic expectations for women to live up to. So I try to be as authentic and natural as possible. Like that's kind of what my whole feed is about is yeah. I like being natural. I like showing everything. Like Literally. because that's... <laughs> that's why I say, guys, check her Instagram out. So hey, nothing, nothing's bad on there. I can't risk it. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think it's very important to be honest and be yourself. So that's why, like I had one of the girls I follow message me, Saskia, she um, sent me a message basically saying she was, like she's so happy that I post what I post because it makes her feel good about herself. And How's like that, now- Honestly, tell me, be proud of yourself. <laughs> 
How does that make you feel? Because I'm sure I that's, cried. Not, like, that's when not the I, only one you've had. I cried because she posted a photo as well and she mentioned me and a couple of other I women. I think you showed me screenshot. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she said that she struggles a lot with self-esteem and like we've inspired her to be confident enough to just own her body and stuff. And even um, one of the girls at Northgate, Kate, yeah. she came up to me and one of the other girls in our pod one time and she said she's like I noticed halfway through because she always wears shirts and I noticed halfway through she took her shirt off and was just in a sports bra and she came up to us at the end she's like basically just said thank you for like giving her the courage to just train in her sports bra like that sort of stuff means so much to me like I mean I get lots of compliments from guys and that's cool like I appreciate it but when I get something like that from a woman it just it means so much more to me because it's like I've inspired someone else and I've made someone feel good about themselves that's fucking cool like literally if I could just make every woman feel like confident about themselves that would I was about to ask you. Perfect. What's your plans for the future? Like you, you, you obviously, hopefully you don't get deleted again. <laughs> um, but like, say you, um, say you keep doing what you're doing. Like obviously you're doing a bit of singing, you're doing yeah. the modeling, you're doing the shoots. Like Look, I'm still, what do you want to do? with? I'm still like, a little your- unsure. There's a couple of uni degrees I could potentially would love to do as well. I still am unsure. Cause I did like, I spent so much time doing opera and doing all that. And then I realized at the end of my degree, this is not what I want to do. Yeah. So part of me still wants to sing, part of me still wants to model. I just need to figure it out. But if I could do something that brings women together, like that's sort of the path I'm heading down now, maybe creating sports bras that actually function well for <laughs> girls with big boobs because yeah. there are none out there. Yeah, cool. Like that's something I've been thinking about as well, creating my own 100%. line of something like that. Because I've got... You don't do many videos of you talking, I've noticed. No. Because I... good? Pardon? Think, you, think it would help some people? I think it would. I do think, honestly, I, I don't get, I don't, I haven't got a shitload of viewers mm. on these. I probably get 150, 200 people listen to these, and whether they do the whole thing, I'm not sure. But let's say 200. Yeah, I'm going to be listen. like doing promo on this like crazy. Thank you, appreciate <laughs> it. But like, say, um, like I've gotten so much value out of this myself, mm. I, and when I say for myself, not necessarily for the content for me, but for who I can share this with, because I, I, I majority of my clientele are females, similar challenges yeah. to what you're talking about. This shit is powerful. What you're talking yeah. about, like, why aren't you sharing it more? I think I'm starting to now. I, I get a little bit nervous doing the talking sort of stuff yeah. because I'm like, put, like, uploading a bikini picture. That's fine. Like, done. Like, that's what I'm good at. That's like, what this I mean. Is, I might be opposite of that. <laughs> this is something that is new to me. Like, I'm, like, I would consider myself like I'm shy when you first meet me, but then once you get to know me, I'm like fucking weird and yep. talkative and I agree. Yep. all that sort of stuff. So. It's just getting out of my comfort zone, I think. But because I'm wanting to do a lot more stuff with women and their confidence, I think I should start doing a bit more. I think that's on the cards for you. It just needs to make it like work, become part of my aesthetic. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up now. Is there, um, is there anything that you'd like to leave these guys with? Just like, I guess one, one go-to tip or one, I have one tip because I know like as a woman you get jealous and insecure looking at other women online and stuff I feel like you just like especially on social media you just have to consciously make that decision I'm going to support this woman rather than tear her down so like a lot of the time if I look at someone who's prettier than me or something I get a bit jealous so I actively like have to make that choice in my head no I love her she's so hot that's my inspiration could you give me some questions that you ask yourself or that you tell or things you tell yourself to help you do that because that sounds great how do you do that basically I'm just like what have they ever done to me Cool. Great question. Like they don't know me. They've never done anything to me. So why would I hate them so much if I've never met them? They're just out there living their best life. Something that I ask, something to add on that is like, what am I lacking in myself that I'm tearing them down? Yeah, exactly. Because if you're like, and I've said this before in a couple of these, like I used to tear other fitness people down Mm -hmm. say, fuck, do you do, do you even 
know how to run a business, do you know how to do this? Yeah. Like all you do is spend your time in the gym making fucking videos. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that's insecure about my body. Exactly. So. Insecure people tear other people down. 100%. So that's like my biggest tip, especially when it comes to social media. And if you can't bring yourself to make that decision, just unfollow them. Don't have them pop up. Because if you follow people or look at people who just make you feel shit about yourself, you're just going to feel shit about yourself. Follow people who inspire you to be better. Bang. We'll finish on that. Where could we find you if we wanted to check you out? Just Instagram? Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Twitter as well. Cool. You're on Twitter. Twitter. Three, three. You followed me though, there, actually. Yeah. yeah. I've got like... I, I, have, don't, I don't do anything. I have that. three followers on Twitter. How depressing is that? Anyway, it's not about followers. Yeah. Um, basically, like, Instagram's my main one. Yeah. Cool. And TikTok soon to be. Potential. We're going to get her on TikTok. We'll I'm see. trying to convince we'll her. We'll see. Um, thank and you so much. And if you want to like, add me on Facebook, that's cool too. Basically cool. So I'm going to message. I encourage you guys, like I, this is something I live and breathe by. If you find, if you're struggling in an area, find someone who has proven results in that area and just reach out. And if you're someone like, say you listen to this and you're struggling with your own body image, you want to do things like Georgia and you're struggling to do so, just reach out. Like it's literally a conversation. Say, hey Georgia, I listened to a podcast. I saw something I heard about you. You just want to say, you're doing amazing. I've got a question. Do you mind it? I, and people like, I would assume like yourself and uh, like me, when people reach out for help, it feels great to help. Yeah, them. exactly. Like no one's not going to, like unless they're an asshole, they're not gonna help. Like not gonna help you. Yeah. Everyone will always give you help if you ask for it. Hundred percent. And even sometimes, not saying you do, um, but like even like I, I, I pay for people's help. Like I pay yeah. to go to courses. I pay to do events and stuff. So yeah, hot tip. Thank you so much. That was amazing. I really appreciate it. I know you came down a long way to do this. So thank you for the session this morning, and thank you for helping a lot of people today. You're amazing. Sweet.